0: We could survive
1: that. We could survive that. We could survive... Hello, and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack, and today I'm joined by a man who walked up 39 flights of stairs to get here. It's Chris, or did you take the left?
0: I don't like lifts. The stairs was too much work. I'm not here. I'm on (laughs) on a Skype call right now.
1: I booked us this penthouse apartment, Chris, to do the podcast with a lovely view. And all, all you have to do is walk up some stairs or, or take a lift to get here?
0: I'm in a cafe getting breakfast.
1: Ah, a wise choice. So you didn't come up to the penthouse?
0: I didn't. What film are we doing? Are these going we be hints towards it? Yeah. Oh, is it Fifty Shades? Because is like a penthouse thing.
1: No, oh. it's not Fifty Shades. Right. Okay, so you're scared of lifts.
0: I don't like lifts. <laughs> <laughs> Why but is that c- such a big thing, eh?
1: <laughs> but you can't walk up 39 flights of
0: stairs. I could have I wanted to, but I don't, I d- I you don't want to.
1: You're a wreck of a man, I once medically wise. Up,
0: I once walked up a very tall tower thing in Portugal, and I had like 100 stairs. Nearly collapsed at the top. <laughs> and when I got to the top, I was wearing a hat, and the wind blew my hat, and I nearly lost it, but it hit some guy in the head, and it fell to the floor, luckily.
1: Oh, okay. Was the guy upset? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you ran away?
0: I got scared, yeah. I legged it.
1: <laughs> okay. So would you take the lift to avoid further hat mishaps? No, because you die in lifts. It's a small confined space and you plummet towards
0: the ground. Why are we talking about this? Tell me what the film is.
1: Okay, today, Chris, the film that we are doing is Devil.
0: i have seen it, yeah.
1: 2010, written and produced by M. Night Shyamalan. You've watched it. There's a devil in the lift.
0: Is it the devil, though, or is it just a demonic entity calling itself the devil?
1: I don't know. It never does call itself the devil, though. No, so why are we calling it devil? I don't know. That's the name of the film. I think it is. It is. I looked at it. I watched (laughs) it. It's on IMDb. It's on the posters. (laughs) So yeah, a 2010 horror film, uh, like I said, written and produced by M. Night Shyamalan, who was too busy back in 2010 working on The Last Airbender, Oh that cinematic masterpiece. (laughs) (laughs) And Directing Duty was instead given to John Eric Dowley, who has worked on No Escape, Quarantine, and as above, so below. Oh, you seen Quarantine. Uh, no, I thought that would be one that you liked. That's good. I enjoyed that one, yeah. Zombies so in a tight space.
0: It is, yeah. American remake of a Spanish movie called Wreck.
1: A bit of backstory on Devil. It was originally meant to be the first in a trilogy of, um, I don't know, the M. Night Shyamalan Night Chronicles Universe Trilogy thing. Night Chronicle? Yeah, there's a logo that springs up at the beginning of the film. Uh, It's Night Chronicles, and then it fades out, and there's a one. The logo morphs into a one. So this was meant to be the first film in a trilogy of films, which I guess were kind of going to be like the um, Cornetto trilogy. Films linked by a thematic thing, but they're not necessarily follow-ups.
0: Right, right.
1: The sequel to this reincarnation was slated to come out in 2013, But it never really got off the ground. I looked on IMDb. There's no cast, no crew listed on it or anything. So title. Reincarnation. I don't know whether that was a a working title or not. So that never got off the ground.
0: Oh, well, fair enough.
1: (laughs) And given the quality of Devil, I'm not entirely surprised. Did you like this film? Or can you remember it? How long was it since you watched it?
0: Like six years ago. But I remember it being okay. I was pleasantly surprised by the devil, I think, when it was revealed. I was like, oh.
1: What, the twist? The twist, yeah. That it was or, one of the people in the elevator. Well, I knew
0: it was one of the people in the <laughs> elevator, but which one it was. It's also possible I've made a consuming alcoholic beverages or watching this film. So maybe <laughs> the, uh, the plot twist and stuff was a lot more outstanding to me than what it, it should have been.
1: I can see that drinking alcohol with this film would make it better.
0: <laughs> like when you watch Minions.
1: Um, you have fun with Minions, drunk, sober. Minions and
0: shots, beautiful.
1: <laughs> Every time a Minion's on the screen. Yes. Oh God, that's a lot of shots. <laughs> okay, drinking games aside, Chris, let's get on with uh, surviving this film. So obviously you've passed the first test. You are terrified of lifts and would never get in one. Yeah.
0: But But I've got in this lift now.
1: Yeah, well, you have to for plot convenience, Chris. Okay, so I'm in the lift. (laughs) You're in the lift. I mean, the security guard in this film, he's claustrophobic, but he gets in the lift.
0: It's not that I'm claustrophobic. I don't mind small spaces. I've crawled through little tight tunnels before. When you
1: were in the Great Escape?
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) when I was doing pest control. Great. But being in an elevator and, you know, you're suspended by some cables. You can plummet at any moment and die. So I don't like roller coasters.
1: Because they're like elevators.
0: Because you're being flung through the air with no control over it.
1: Okay, so you wouldn't get in a lift. Well, what if what if you were persuaded to get into the lift by your fear of exercise?
0: Okay, so I've stepped into the lift. I turn away, face from everybody, and I just hold on tightly to the handrails and go, we're all, die. Die. We're, "We're all all gonna, gonna die. We're all gonna die. <laughs> this, is it. this is how we go out." Can anybody else hear ticking?
1: Okay, right, so let's set the scene of this film. There are five people that go into the elevator. The film is constantly harassed by this really over-the-top, on your nose narration of um I think it's one of the security guards uh by the name of Ramirez, who's telling the story that his mother used to tell about this thing called the Devil's Meet or the Devil's Meeting. There's a (laughs) there's a funny line where he goes, Where I'm from uh, they call it The Devil's Meeting. I thought for a second he was just going to just stop there. Where I'm from, they call it The Devil. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they, call, they call it The Devil from a lot of places. But this film really suffers from bad Shyamalan writing.
0: I don't remember.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll jog your memory. But yeah, the narration stuff is too on the nose, and I didn't particularly like that element of it.
0: Describing The Devil's Meeting, where <laughs> I'm from, is called A Night at the Pub. <laughs>
1: what you call your gang of friends, <laughs> the devils. Yeah, so let's set the scene. In in the elevator, five people. They're not given names. They're just given um, in, in the credits. They're given just like descriptions of themselves. Their names are spread out throughout the film, but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll just call them by their, their credited names. So we've got the salesman, the old woman, the young woman, the security guard, and the mechanic. And they all get into this lift um, in building 333, subtle yeah 333
0: three, three, like 666 six, six, yeah or but or 999 nine.
1: <laughs> which is the number you should call if you're ever stuck in a lift
0: really I thought you just, there's an emergency help button you push instead
1: yeah but if you're going to panic Chris which I would, do yeah so you could go straight for the cops yeah <laughs> save me <laughs> <laughs> They all get into this lift and lo and behold, it gets stuck. There's some real incompetent attempts to try and get them out of the lift, so uh security guard, Ramirez and Lusting or Lustig, sorry. Um they're watching this from their security office on the CCTV cameras. They're very laid back. It's
0: probably happened before once or twice.
1: Yeah, but still, you'd you'd want to get these people out of the lift as quickly as possible.
0: Would you? Perhaps you didn't like it. Isn't there another security guard in there?
1: Yeah, he's a temp. Uh, yeah, they don't like this temp. Well, they've not really met him. They just know he's a temp. They don't know much about him. I, they've probably not had much face time with him because he's only been there a, a couple of days at the most. Uh, yeah, so they're all stuck in the left, which is, is it's on maintenance mode. And the security guards, they call up the janitor, the maintenance guy, who's tinkering about with stuff, and he goes, hey, I, it's not on maintenance here, but, you know, maybe there's a... Uh, a bug in the system or something i'll go up onto the roof and check and he has a hat uh <laughs> mishap chris when his hat uh he goes onto the roof of the building and <laughs> his hat gets blown off oh he tries to chase it he goes to chase it off the side of the building but then stops and looks over and goes hey maybe i shouldn't run around on high buildings wow. <laughs> <laughs> when there's a wind so that's his first brush with death Earlier in the day, though, someone had committed suicide off of building 333, and uh, this leads to Detective Bowden, a recovering alcoholic, I think this is probably his first case back on the force, investigating this suicide. Uh, he manages to, using his brilliant deductive skills, follow the the trail back to building 333, where there's glass and everything from where this person jumped out a window, and all sorts of stuff. He saves his partner from a piece of falling glass, which hadn't been secured properly. Uh, his forensic partner that he's got on the case is, um you'll recognise, as Dr. Bloom from Hannibal, played by Caroline Danvers. Uh, you, you like Hannibal, don't you?
0: Yes, and I do.
1: Caroline's a good actress. I'm
0: trying to think which one is Bloom again. Uh, is Bloom the uh, Will's love interest?
1: Yes. She's given bugger all to do in this film, <laughs> apart from drink coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: a great role. And get paid.
1: <laughs> and get Yeah, true. But she's got good acting chops, but she's given bugger all to do, which, which irritates me. Because Bowden's... He's kind of your stereotypical drunk detective on the edge. It's not very... Not very original, is it? No. No. True. So, yeah, Bowden, he's investigating this suicide and he gets tangled up in the crisis that's going on in the lift, Chris. So, let's get to the stuff in the lift. So, if you're in a lift, Chris, with four other people. Oh, God. And it suddenly stops. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) How would you. Would you freak out? Yes,
0: yes, I would. All right, I don't like lifts. I don't like this whole getting stuck in them. And then I just think it won't plummet. It won't plummet. Please do not let it plummet.
1: Would you be saying that out loud? Would you be that crazy guy in the lift?
0: Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> Everyone, like, remain calm, and I'll be screaming in the corner, going, oh, we're all going to die. <laughs>
1: Please don't die. This is, a, this is how
0: we all go. I had a dream about this. So you're all in, the, all in the dream. You survive the fall, but you get hit by a car next week.
1: <laughs> so Chris would go insane. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start.
0: Exactly. The devil's ploy or yeah. meeting thing wouldn't work for me because the devil's trying to... I can't remember what the devil's point was.
1: Punish people that have done bad things unless they confess. I don't know. I don't really like this film, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: need to rewatch it. It's on Netflix, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's how I watched it. All
0: right, I'm going to watch it again.
1: But yeah, the security guard, he doesn't go crazy, Chris, as you would apparently do. He's claustrophobic, but not in a, in a mad way. Uh, he's just uncomfortable with tight spaces. The salesman, though... He's kind of a creep. He's like Creepy salesman. Not in a good way. He's uh, kind of like the head of a pyramid scheme, um, and he's costed a lot of people a lot of money. He goes on the offensive quite early on with his sales pitch, trying to get the old woman to sign up to a sales scheme of some sort. Uh, She's not having any of it, though. He gets on everybody's nerves quite quickly. How do you think you'd deal with being targeted for a mattress sale slash pyramid scheme?
0: Well actually during all this panic I'd probably just say yes and make him be quiet, I'd be like, Yeah sure, sign me up, whatever.
1: <laughs> what if he then goes into more details? Oh, I'll for this much you could get the placard. Grab him
0: by his shirt and be like,
1: We're all gonna die, man. <laughs> Shut up Yeah, he he gets on a lot of people's nerves. Um the young woman she kind of sets him up as a as a as uh, touching her bum. Oh, I'm dear. not sure if he actually does, because they watch it back on the... or Bowdoin watches it back on the security camera, and it looks like that she's trying to set him up. She's kind of a gold
0: digger. Uh, yeah. So she's basically saying you need to pay me compensation or something?
1: Something like that, yeah. She's a right. con artist, really. Right. right, okay. So that's kind of the link. Everyone in the uh, elevator's got kind of a shady criminal background. So, so this, why am I in this <laughs> elevator? <laughs> You went to an illegal dinosaur auction last week.
0: Oh, of course. I remember that.
1: (laughs) That's how we paid for the penthouse (laughs) that you refused to come to. But yeah, so the salesman, he's he's conned a lot of people out of money and one person committed suicide because of it. Uh, The old woman, she's uh, a thief, a pickpocket. The security guard, he beat a man into unconsciousness, apparently. Um, What
0: was his reason, though? It could have been justified.
1: I don't think there was a reason. Oh, okay. Or if there is, it's 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 not given. The mechanic in this, who is played by Logan Marshall Green.
0: Oh, I remember the mechanic thing. Isn't he trying to rob from the building?
1: There's a reason for it, but that's not why he's in the left oh, okay. and being punished. Uh, that comes later in a Shyamalan-esque twist, which oh. <laughs> I'm sure is, is very, very fun. Everyone on the outside is trying very ineffectively to try and get these people out of the left. Uh, Bowdoin rocks up a bit later on Uh, but the first person to bite the dust inside the elevator Chris is the salesman. The lights go down there's a lot of scuffling and when the lights come back on the glass at the back wall of the lift has been shattered and a piece of it a large piece of it, a fairly large piece of it, has been jammed into the neck of the salesman.
0: Oh, no. And
1: he's dead when the lights come back on.
0: See, how that would be the worst point. I'd be there in a corner, cowering away. The lights would go off. Pretty sure I would scream at this point, <laughs> because I think, oh, this is when we drop. So The lights would have came back on, and I possibly would have fainted.
1: <laughs> what, at the sight of someone being dead, or...?
0: I mean, like, the lights would have gone off, and I would have fainted from fear of that.
1: Okay. Would your first instinct be, it's the devil?
0: no it would have been <laughs> looked around one of these other people being like murderers
1: see there's a very easy way to tell who did it because the glasses it's it's jagged if you were going to use it to stab someone the, there's a good chance that you'd cut yourself right whilst wielding it so just look at everyone else and you know have a look see if they've got cuts on their hands and then they're clearly the murderer nobody does that though
0: there's too much panic isn't there that's why nobody (laughs) thinks to even do that i wouldn't think to have done that no i would have accused all of them of being murderers
1: also Bowden, the police officer doesn't do that either i mean he gets he's a a a recovering alcoholic
0: (laughs) give him a chance he's trying (laughs) not really he's turning his life around slowly day by day
1: yeah but he gets four people killed Actually, the whole the whole response to this is pretty bad because the janitor he's the only one actively trying to get people out of the lift. Uh, he does pay for it though because in Ramirez's story there are innocent people that try to stop the devil's work and they always die. Oh, so the janitor is almost crushed by a lift because there's a raccoon at the bottom of <laughs> the the basement. I don't I don't get that. How did it get in there? Is a massive city. Why would there be a raccoon? Odd. It's a devil raccoon. It's a devil raccoon.
0: That. All right, the devil put it there. It
1: is a devil raccoon. There's also pigeons in this building as well.
0: Devil pigeons.
1: Devil pigeons. Yeah. I had an uh, unfortunate
0: uh, incident <laughs> with a pigeon.
1: Was it a devil pigeon?
0: Well, I thought it was after <laughs> what it done.
1: It's not relevant unless it's a confirmed devil pigeon. With the janitor, once he he doesn't get squashed by a lift and killed by a devil raccoon. He goes up to the top, abseils down, tries to get to the top of the left. Why can the
0: janitor abseil?
1: <laughs> He's a multi-talented janitor. He abseils down, his harness breaks, and he falls onto the elevator. This happens just after, I think just after the firefighters get there. So <laughs> they they really could have helped. But no, he, he lands on there, gets squashed. The firefighters then don't think, okay, maybe we should abseil down onto the roof. Nope. They try to open the lift doors. And then when that doesn't work, they decide to cut a hole through the wall to get to them. Good idea. Yeah, but abseiling would have been quicker, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, but the devil would have stopped it anyway. <laughs> so what's the point?
1: The devil stopped them getting through the wall or the lift doors, I assume.
0: I'm also sure the company's not going to pay out any money to like the family of the janitor because I think when he started abseiling down, he broke the health and safety. Code, yeah. so
1: also he's not keeping uh ramirez uh up to date with what he's doing and trying to get them out of the lift also he's not coordinating with the firefighters either
0: and why is he upset he's a janitor <laughs> just luckily in my spare time i'm a rock climber <laughs> multi-talented janitor
1: yeah he's doing that on his own as well there's no one at the top kind of no. supporting him or Absolutely. anything just so. a
0: rogue one isn't he this janitor yeah this is why we hired him to sweep
1: he does he does things unconventionally. He doesn't play by the rules. Uses two brooms. What a man. I know. Yeah. So he gets got by the devil pigeons. I don't <laughs> fucking know. This whole supernatural element is it's hard to kind of survive. But yeah, if it done things by the book and gone, hey, firefighter guys, you can get them through through the left shaft or something. Or maybe If he'd entered or started abseiling lower down... So the fall
0: wasn't as great. Yeah, Mm.
1: that would have worked. Yeah, so the body of the janitor falling onto the roof of the lift freaks everyone out. uh, And that means they can no longer uh, get out through the top to escape and try and climb out. The mechanic does kind of talk people down from going onto the roof of the lift because it's safer inside. Um, Is it? Well, slightly more safer rather than trying to John McLean it through the top of the, <laughs> the lift and like, cables and stuff. And there's also the danger that whilst you're on top of the lift, you'll, it'll drop yeah. or the lift will go up and squish you against the roof or something like that. So generally speaking, it's probably safer to be in the lift rather than trying to climb out, falling and, and dying. Because, you know, that's what would happen with this supernatural stuff. If it can go wrong, it yes, does go it wrong. it will go wrong, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like the devil's power in this, is it? Influencing probability? I don't know. Um, it's a devil. It can do what it wants. And general supernatural speed and superness and whatever. But yeah, the next person to die is the old woman. Uh, the lights go out. And when they come back on, she's hanging from one of the. Uh, an LED light, but it's attached by a long cable. So when you pull it down, that you've got a, a decent amount of wiring that you can. Um, uh, I remember that, yeah. Make a, a noose out of. Uh, so everyone freaks out when that happens. Understandable. Again, this one is slightly more impossible in the real world. The stabbing with the glass you could probably do within the time when the lights go out. But it would take supernatural speed to...
0: To get this going yeah, up, yeah. grab
1: the old woman. She'd probably be fighting. You'd have to pull the light down, tie it round her. It would be a whole thing. I, I don't think a normal person would be able to do it in the time given, so... Would that freak you out? I don't, I'm already
0: freaked out at this point. I'm beyond freaked out.
1: At what point would you go, it's the devil?
0: None. I would be thinking, my God, we're here with a serial killer. It's either the tenth guard, mechanic, or the young woman. I'm going to pick the mechanic. Okay. At which point... The
1: guy that looks slightly like Tom Hardy from a distance. Does he? He does a bit.
0: Okay. At which point it's going to be, right, it's either them or me. Battle Royale time. I'm the killer. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: So you'd instigate a fight, would you? Is that where this is leading?
0: It would be a bloodbath.
1: Oh, God. Would you win that fight?
0: No, of course I wouldn't. <laughs> the mechanic has weapons. The temp security guard's probably bigger anyway.
1: Yeah, the security guard's bigger. The mechanic has army training. so you And the woman's a con him. person
0: anyway, so she's probably been in a few brawls.
1: She doesn't get physically involved, but she does kind of instigate uh, a moment where the guard and the mechanic turn on each other. Um, and she, she sides with the, the guard. It's probably like uniform. She trusts the uniform more than she trusts um, the, the toolbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not got a toolbox on him.
0: Oh, he hides it, doesn't he? In, in the bathroom. That's he's a, he's yeah. not
1: armed. He's got no weapons. Which a hammer will be very useful when you're fighting the devil. Of course. A fiddle would be even more better.
0: But lucky for me, I keep uh, rosemary beads with me of a cross on them. You're not Catholic, so, so I don't I think So I would have poured that out. <laughs> Or if you want a devil to scream about That's
1: you. Nah, I don't think it's that kind of devil. Okay. okay. <laughs> Not an exorcism kind of thing. You know, the uh, holy water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't think it would. it would end like that. Yeah, the rescue effort continues. Bowden is trying to do his investigations. He gets people to hold up like their driver's license to try and determine who's who in the lift, and and rightly so. He's not jumping to it's the devil, which is, is a thing that Ramirez does immediately after like the first person dies. He goes, "And
0: who's correct?
1: It's him." <laughs> but only there because we the, go. Only because the plot demands that he's right. No, because and he's all- seen this before, <laughs> and also maybe God. We'll get into that in a second, but Ramirez sort of drip feeds Bowden the basics of this The Devil's Meeting story, and Bowden kind of, like, no, I don't believe it. He shows him a a piece of paper. Uh, It's a coupon for a car wash, and on the back of it says, I'm sorry. Turns out that Bowden's alcoholism was brought on by the fact that his uh, wife and son were killed in a car accident. He sort of explains it to Ramirez that, hey, I don't need the devil when people can be just as horrible as lucifer apparently <laughs> so yeah that kind of sets up their rapport uh Bowden, as the movie progresses is slightly more open to ramirez's story as the things in the elevator become more and more uh inexplicable. The lights go out one time, and it's then that they all decide to use their mobile phones as flashlights. Oh,
0: they've just got that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After two people are dead, that's when they decide to use them. Uh, but devil powers mean that the uh, the phones are ripped out of their hands. Of course. And they go dark, and all light is extinguished. In the dark, what would you... Would staying in the corner and just, like, constantly talking... Because when it goes dark, nobody says anything. They're all quiet. Just maybe, like, just going hey, I'm in the corner, I'm in the corner, just talking, because then people know where you are just from the sound of your voice. Would that work, or would you... That would make
0: sense. However, not something (laughs) I would do. I I would crouch. Okay. You know, fetus position in the corner going... Why, why,
1: why, why, why? But, but you'd be saying something, wouldn't you, in that oh, case? Oh, actually,
0: yes. They'd be like, well, the nights come on in the next class Instead, couldn't it have been Chris? He's cowering in the corner. He's crying in the corner. Look at him.
1: And I heard him. He was clearly his voice, unless he could throw his voice. Which, which you, I can. I don't think you can. Watch me. Do it. Hello. <laughs> you just move the mics. No, don't way. tell them.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the magic of podcasting, but...
0: But yeah, that, that that's yeah. a... um. That's a good idea. If Everybody continuously talks, but then the devil would intervene and make somebody's voice appear from somewhere else. Well, the devil else. would
1: snap somebody's neck and s- s- stop the talking immediately. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, which which the devil does. He snaps the guard's uh, neck in a comical way. Oh, uh, it
0: was only a temp.
1: I know, but he beat a man into a coma and he wasn't sorry for it.
0: Maybe he should have been sorry then. <laughs> so all he did was go, I beat a man up. My bad.
1: Yeah, but they don't... That's not what they're thinking. That's
0: what they're meant to do, but they never got onto it.
1: Yeah. And the devil never explains the rules of these games, so... (laughs) That's not really, really good. The second security guard, he's now trying to help the firefighters uh, with the rescue effort. He goes into the basement uh, for some reason, and he finds a power cable. It's on the floor in a puddle of water. Oh, wow. (laughs) He gets a stick... He thinks he's found the problem on why the, the elevator's playing up. Uh, he gets a stick, lifts it up, uh, and tries to put the wire back onto the hook that it's uh, fallen from. But in order to get close enough, he has to put a foot into the puddle of water. Of course. Cut back to the firefighters. Their circular saw all of a sudden stops, and, and they have to get another one. Cut to the lobby of building 333. Bowden's taken control of the situation. He's gotten everybody into the lobby so he can sort of try and check off who's not meant to be in the elevator, who didn't sign in. That's his thinking, because at the moment he's thinking that maybe only one of the people in the elevator is a target. Um, he thinks that it's the young woman. Is uh, She's filing for divorce from her latest husband. And she's going to sue him and, and, I don't know, get money from the divorce. And right. Bowdoin's working theory at this point is that it's the husband trying to off uh, his wife, but he wants to make it... He doesn't want to make it look like that was intended. He yeah, wants make to... it
0: look like a whatever it's meant to be me. <laughs> a ritualistic sacrifice. Yeah,
1: it's a logical theory.
0: But it's wrong. But, but
1: it's wrong because it's an M. Night Shyamalan film. So, <laughs> yeah, the security guard comes back up. If he was shocked, electrocuted, he'd be dead and he wouldn't be able to walk. But um, he walks up to the lobby, comically sooted from from (laughs) hair sticking up. He gets in an ambulance or somebody comes. It's never explained if he's alive or dead.
0: He's all right. He gets taken. He gets some good medical care. He's got good health insurance.
1: I think he's dead.
0: (laughs) possibly
1: <laughs> they never mention him again but yeah Bowden goes back into the security room and he's now a lot more open about it's the devil
0: <laughs> oh so we've got a guy got electrocuted
1: <laughs> i don't know he's, his whole theory is falling apart and he's seen some shit
0: he's seen some shit he's
1: seen some shit on that security camera was he drinking probably yeah i don't know um he asks how do i save these people in your story and he goes oh you can't And then he asks him again, like five minutes later in the film, and he goes, oh, you can if the The devil wants people to die horribly, but you can stop it if you just see yourself for what you really are. Bowdoin gets on the the radio and goes, hey, man, I'm just a regular cop, and a few years ago, I almost drank myself to death in a hotel room, but now I'm not and i'm a good person now and this kind of resonates with the mechanic sort of um in the lift things have gotten serious the mechanic and the young woman have got pieces of glass pointed at each other because there's two of them left now that the security guard has had his neck broken and they're both going it's definitely you it's definitely you but after bowden's speech uh, they both put their pieces of glass down apart from the fact that the young woman has a piece of glass tucked away in her belt. Oh, sneaky. Uh, behind her back. So just in case um, it is the mechanic. It's a one-on-one situation.
0: Yeah, so you definitely be... going to think it's the other person. Yeah. Except I'm still there at the moment <laughs> going, it's both <bye> of you.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, the lights go down again. And when they come back up, uh, the young woman has had her neck uh, slit. And sh- she's bleeding out. Uh, the mechanic goes to her and goes, oh, my God, oh, they're going to pin this on me. It's not going to be good. I'm going to go to prison. Just to line up with uh, uh, Rodriguez's story, where the devil likes to kill the last survivor with their nearest and dearest watching, a random woman walks into the security room and it's the partner of the mechanic. Wow. (laughs) So that's good timing, isn't it? And then just as that happens, dum-dum-dum, it's the amazing plot twist that it was the old woman that was the devil. Now, was she the devil or was the devil just able to possess her once she'd died? Because the devil, it's a concept, isn't it? It's not a horned, goat-legged devil. It always man. has goat's feet. I don't know. It goes clip-clop. The, 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 the <laughs> devil's feet. <laughs> but um, do, you, do you think it
0: that... It was probably a possession of a person, I imagine. The, the old woman was someone who had done bad stuff there anyway, and the devil had gone, now that you're all dead, I'm going to pick you. Why he picked the old woman, I do not know. It's the
1: creepiest creepiest thing. one, so he's like, Her body I like was you. in the most uh usable state, I think, maybe. Because he's know. not got a piece of glass in, 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 in his okay. in his neck on the neck is facing the right way. I think the
0: devil could have <laughs> taken any of them and it would have been fine. Yeah. It's the devil. <laughs>
1: yeah, it doesn't matter. So <laughs> So the devil <laughs> uh goes, Hey, you know who I am now, don't you? Mechanic's eye. Like, yeah, you're the devil.
0: Oh yeah, you're the little old lady. What can I do for you?
1: I'd laugh if he went. Nope, not a clue what this, Dude, the like, moral of the story is. <laughs> I am
0: the devil, and it's like, what's a devil?
1: Yeah, he goes, hey, you know who I am now. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you now. It's like, yeah, good, you should. I, I, I murdered a bunch of people. Oh, and, so he's a murderer. <laughs> well, the big twist is that. Um, uh the mechanic is the one that killed uh Bowden's wife and son in, in the car accident. It was dum a hit dum and dum run. Dum. And he ran away and he left the apology note on the um the the coupon saying he's sorry. And because he confessed and cleansed his soul, uh the devil goes, Ah oh, shit, I really wanted you. And then the devil just disappears and uh yeah, the door the doors to the lift open. And all the spooky voodoo that's been going on has, has stopped.
0: Also, oh, the mechanic survives. Yeah. As do I.
1: <laughs> if you were in the lift, I think yeah, I think I they probably there. would have murdered you.
0: I don't think they were. It wasn't the devil that killed me, it was just the others.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, they just beat you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Stop crying, oh help me. Yeah. So he's the mechanic is, is let out because he repents and uh, Bowden... Takes him in personally, poisonally. Personally, He takes him in his car and he goes, that was my wife and son that you killed.
0: Pulls over, gets his gun out. That's what I thought was going to happen.
1: It's like, oh, the devil is in all the people. But no, he goes, yeah, I forgive you for doing that shit. Because now I'm arresting you for that and you're going to prison for a long time. But yeah, and then the film ends with um, the same opening shot that they use over the credits. An establishing shot of the city right but at the beginning of the film i quite like this it made me go a bit vertigo-y uh the establishing shot is flipped upside down so at the top of the screen Mm. it's all the buildings pointing down Mm. into the sky but when it ends it's all properly right how it should be and it ends with um again heavy-handed narration from uh rodriguez going my mother, whenever she would terrify the shit out of us with this devil story, would then go, it's okay though, because if the devil is real, that means God is real as well. So I'm guessing that God is the reason that the mechanic was in the lift and Bowden and forgiveness and yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was
0: I, M. 9 Shyamalan going, what would be a good story? Oh, I can't direct this, but I'm sure if I write this out, it'll be yeah. fine.
1: It was God. Yeah. It, this is kind of peak when Shyamalan was on that kind of downward spiral and he was...
0: Before he hit split.
1: Yeah, before he got good again and, and, and came back up. So this is like the bottom of the, the bell curve <laughs> of writing. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was kind of corny and on the nose, especially with the narration. If it had like not been spelled out, I probably would have been more forgiving. But the fact that it's, do you see? Do you see, Chris? Do you see there's narration?
0: Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh,
1: and also because it's the devil, it makes it particularly hard to survive.
0: I don't think it does.
1: Do we have the power of the devil?
0: I don't have the power of the devil, no. But I have the power of, uh, you know, the Communing cross. with the devil. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, again, I don't think...
0: The salesperson should have been like, hang on a minute, devil.
1: We need to abseil a vicar dammit <laughs> to holy water the devil.
0: I've seen enough horror films, I can recite a Latin prayer of exorcism.
1: Rodriguez does that and it freaks out everyone in the lift because he's doing it with the mic on. Yeah, so which is probably working. Chanting.
0: So the devil at that point was probably like, no, no, no.
1: No, the devil doesn't do ev- anything, but it's just everyone else in the lift is like, what the fuck is this? So that's doing more harm than good.
0: Oh, uh, no, I think he's allowed to finish it.
1: I, he's uninterrupted and he he probably does finish it, but it does nothing. It just freaks out the people in the lift.
0: It's because you got to believe. No.
1: <laughs> it just freaks them out.
0: Yeah, now um, for Devil Part Two, where they're all stuck on a train station.
1: No, because as we talked about earlier in the in the podcast, Chris, uh, the Night Chronicles trilogy is a it's a failure. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, it, we're definitely not getting a sequel to this because Shyamalan has since dug himself out of the the bottom of the bell curve. Oh, but
0: now that he's better, he can write a better no, sequel.
1: I don't think he
0: can. Like they get stuck in the London Eye. You know, no. one of the more things.
1: There was a publicity stunt that Shyamalan did uh, when this film was coming out that he did with MTV where he made a trailer for parodying uh, the devil, uh, but instead of being stuck in the lift, it's three people stuck on an escalator. It's quite funny. (laughs) I'd recommend to give it a (laughs) watch. Shyamalan's in it as well, poking fun. I'd recommend watching that rather than devil. I've already seen devil, so it's too late. I only picked this film because it was an hour and 20 minutes. (laughs) Fair enough. I didn't want to watch a long film, so I picked this one. But yeah, Chris, that's the devil. uh, And the devil is in the detail, and it's not very good. Cool. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So that pretty much sums up the podcast of this week. I do want to bring it back, though, to last week's podcast. Oh, my days. Uh, We got a a message from a listener. Did we? uh, A message? Who I know. The devil? (laughs) (laughs) It's not the devil. Vinny, my friend he's the sexy friend <laughs> <laughs> okay we were, we were talking about he, he he sent a text to me that um i thought was kind of potent you know we were talking about babe and pigs talking pigs uh-huh. and how they make every film better yeah in jurassic world fallen Killing kingdom last week he did say that they've got a park full of genetic dinosaurs couldn't they make up a talking pig in gen with their technology yes they could yes do. they couldn't could they? have just combine with the, the vocal cord stuff.
0: They could probably make all the dinosaurs talk. They can make <laughs> anything they want. Have you seen the technology they have? Yeah.
1: There's a lot of stuff going on in there. But yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, would a talking pig have made devil any better?
0: Yes. Actually, no. Because it would have been there <laughs> the talking pig saying... The talking pig is the devil! <laughs> well, actually, yeah. It probably would have been done, yeah. Yeah. I like to think I would have the pig down a harness. Be like... Sit now, Billy.
1: I don't think they would have let a pig in Building Three. They no, let this pig in because <laughs> it talks.
0: The pig made the reservation for whatever <laughs> we've gone to see.
1: Doesn't matter. We've talked too long, and we've clearly gone mad at being trapped in this <laughs> penthouse. Chris, where do people find us?
0: Ah, well, they can find us online at YouTube place. Don't touch what my was leg. I <laughs> 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 what that was. Right. Yeah. Well, they can find us on Podomatic YouTube or iTunes app. We could survive that. Find us on Twitter at We Could Survive, or you can leave your uh, reviews, your ratings, what you like, what you don't like, what you would like us to survive or not survive, depending. I oh, do no, pick a very hard film to survive. Three hundred <laughs> survive. Three
1: hundred. I think we could do that. This one was particularly hard to survive because you know the devil.
0: I actually, just thought of how to survive three hundred. D- I'll be the three hundred and first soldier. Yeah, because if
1: we're involved, <laughs>
0: so I'm not needed. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, you'd make a terrible Spartan. I- how dare you? You're riddled with medical ailments. I can wear red. Like a boss. It's not one of the fucking criteria for being a Spartan.
0: Wait, in the film The Devils Wear Prada...
1: What the fuck are you
0: talking about? Does The Devil do a similar thing? Like, it's all people in it's elevator wearing Prada. But someone's not being real. Someone's got fake Prada on.
1: Do you think The Devil Wears Prada is a horror film?
0: Has it got The Devil in it? No! Or is it just a fashion film?
1: <laughs> yes! It's a metaphorical devil. Ah. It's not the real devil.
0: <laughs> bit of a letdown, isn't it? I, that?
1: I'm ending this podcast now, Chris.
0: It's over. <laughs> All right, well, in that case, we'll see everybody next week for whatever. Not I don't the know devil wears Prada. <laughs> but until then, keep on surviving and avoid elevators. Yes. Goodbye.